welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies presented to you by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. Today is the first episode of season three. This will be our third season here at On Tap Sportsnet covering your Northern Illinois Huskies. You may notice something different about the show today. Ethan is no longer a part of the show or On Tap Sportsnet. No bad blood, nothing wrong. Me and him are still roommates. Me and him are still the best of friends. He's just moved on to a different opportunity. He's actually working at WREX, which is a news station out of Rockford. Take a look at his work. He's still writing articles. He's still putting out content. He's doing great stuff. Some of it sports related, some of it uh, just regular news topics out in Rockford. And he graduated as well. So real proud of my brother. Uh, Happy to see him doing big things with his career. And here I am starting this third season here of Huskies on Tap. Uh, A lot of stuff has happened. We haven't recorded here since uh, my birthday. Ironically, we had Devin Lafayette here on the show back in April. Today, I'm coming to you live. This is July 2nd, called 4th of July weekend. I figured it's been a very long time since I put out a show, so might as well get ahead of it, get you guys back in tune and, and get us ready for what I think is going to be a very successful Northern Illinois season here, especially with the football team. Basketball team has made a lot of moves as well, but football season first, that's what this show started based off of. Uh, you know, we started way back I would say two years, two full seasons ago, almost uh, at the Western Michigan game on a limb or I asked my professor, uh, Professor Sirwoka, if I would be able to, you know, put my hat in the uh, in the media world and see if I could get, you know, press passes to the game. The rest is history. Uh, but, you know, we did this throughout the COVID year. A lot of the stuff that we did, if not all of it, has been virtual. We were able to go to the games last year. That was a lot of fun. Uh, pro days, stuff of that nature. But this year is a year that I'm really looking forward to because I'm going to get the opportunity to be out not only at the games, but the press conferences are going to be live. There's going to be a lot of different content and, and opportunities that we'll have with the players. And our company's motto is crack them. So we can't wait to get, you know, an official on tap sports net tailgate out there at Husky Stadium. We'll rent the whole U-Haul. We'll we'll do the whole shebang. So it'll be great. But yeah, I, I first and foremost want to apologize, you know, that we haven't had a show here in a while. And, you know, at some point, obviously, Ethan and I still live together. So I'll I'll get him on for a few minutes here in the future to just kind of give you guys an update on what he's got going on and and where he's headed, but this is a show, like we said, it's for the Huskies, by the Huskies. It's about our NIU football team and the basketball team. So if this is your first episode, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. But I want to say, you know, we're going we're gonna to start off with quite possibly the best news that I've had in my entire life as a college sports fan, and that is the NIL. That is the name, image, and likeness laws have been passed. So now if you're a football player here at NIU or, or for any, you know, Division One, Two FCS, or, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people sign endorsement deals. It basically goes like this. If you have a high social media, you know, following, if you have followers on Instagram and, and Twitter and TikTok, TikTok's the big one. A lot of uh, female athletes are utilizing their TikTok followers and, and male athletes have a lot of TikTok and Instagram and Twitter followers. And what they're able to do in turn, similar to what we were able to do last year with Manscaped and Bet Rivers, is we have an audience. So they have an audience that is tenfold bigger than ours. Uh, they're at games, they're on TVs all the time. And you think, You know, when you see your favorite pro athletes, uh, maybe like Patrick Mahomes or someone like that, you know, uh, Chris Paul, also known as Cliff Paul, 
if you see the State Farm commercials, they're always ingratiating themselves and working with these brands because at the end of the day, you know, you can't play your sport your entire life. And, you know, if you know anything about college athletics, these kids are on a rigorous, they're not kids, these, these guys and girls are on a rigorous schedule where they're not able to work a regular job like myself or like yourself. You know, they don't have the luxury of having disposable income to spend money on regular stuff, extra stuff, going to games, doing fun stuff. They are full on 110% grinding, whether it's with school or with the football team, basketball team, hockey, baseball, whatever, whatever sport you may play. And, you know, we've seen over the years, players accept money. And for example, Reggie Bush, he lost a Heisman trophy. That type of stuff no longer is an issue. These players are going to be able to, you know, if they want to work with fatties or work with one of these local businesses or restaurants or, or the car dealership in town or Hy-Vee or whatever, you know, these guys and girls can all work with these brands and they'll have a little extra, you know, spending money in their pocket. They can live a little comfortably. I think it's great. I think it's going to help our guys perfect their marketing skills and their branding skills so that if and when they do get to their respective professional leagues, they may not even need an agent, which doesn't bode well for a guy like myself who's currently going to school to become an agent. But you want to see these guys and girls maximize their their money-making years. And in college, you're at some of the peak athletic abilities that you'll have. Some of these guys aren't going to go to the NFL or to the MLB or the NBA. So why not make some money on it while you're in college? So I think it's great for college sports. The NCAA is punching air, but Mark Emmert is a scumbag. Like, what are we even talking about? The NCAA is a corrupt run business. And I know this is a college sports podcast, but I'll say this until I'm blue in the face. I really don't care. It's about the student athletes. And as long as they're getting their education, they're not spending too much time promoting these brands and trying to make money off the field or out of the classroom. I don't see it as an issue. And remember that, you know, if, if you're a play, if you're an athlete and you're listening to this, Marshawn Lynch, you know, he, he said it the best focus on your chicken, get your money. But at the same time, you need to make sure that you're, you're putting in your hours in the classroom, you're making your grades and you're doing the work out there on the field and in the weight room. And, and, and don't be, don't, don't let this make you big headed. Okay. Cause there's still a lot of work to be done. We're an own six team last year, but the future is bright. Coach Hammock did a great job with recruiting this year, brought back a lot of guys we have arguably the best receiver in the Mac and Tyrese Ritchie. And there's a lot of young talent in that room and guys like Fabian McCray, Muhammad Torre, Trayvon Rudolph coming off an all American year as well. Messiah Travis tight ends, all that the running back room, another too much ammo scenario. Harrison way Lee, Aaron Collins, Javon, Javion Ducker will probably be seeing some burn and some snaps this year. I know he didn't get a lot of playing time last year, but it's going to be a very fun year. I'm excited to see, Rocky Lombardi, not in, in shorts and in a red penny. I want to see him guns blazing. I, I saw a highlight from him at Michigan state where I think I seen him throw it farther than Patrick Mahomes can. The guy threw like 70 yards on a dime for a touchdown. So it's going to be great to see what this offense can do with a gunslinging quarterback like that. And from what I remember at spring practices, the kid can scramble. He's not like a 99 overall in speed, but he can make something happen with his legs when he gets out there in space. But it's going to be 
a great year, a year of growth. I actually, in my brief hiatus uh, from the show, I started an internship with the Kane County Cougars. And ironically, I work with uh, the voice of NIU athletics, Bill Baker. And I talked to him the other day. I go, I go, Bill, you ready for this football season, man? I'm really excited about this year. And he goes, well, I'll tell you this, Brandon, it can't get any worse than last year. And <laughs> we shared a laugh and, and that's the best thing about it. Last year is behind us. We have 12 new games, four great out-of-conference games, and an opportunity to really progress with this young group. Because if you guys remember, they're all retaining whatever status they had in the previous season. So freshmen stay freshmen, sophomores stay sophomores, juniors stay juniors, and seniors stay seniors. So it's going to be a full roster with the exclusion of Daniel Crawford. And then obviously Ross Bowers, he graduated and, and he's moving on to a career outside of football. Wish him nothing but the best uh, friend of the program. And, you know, with the season coming up, the coverage is going to get amped up. So we're going to hop on a, uh, hop on a little bit of uh, just a free for all or freestyle. If you would have it, this isn't a guest episode. And obviously this is the first episode of this show uh, that we're bringing to you solo, but with this year, I don't even know how to really say this, but you know, this will be my last year as a student at Northern Illinois. So it's been a fun ride. I got my undergrad here. I'm getting my graduate school degree here in sports management, but my future with this show may be up in the air. Now, does that say that I'm not going to give you 110% with my coverage this year? Absolutely not. But I've been applying at jobs like no other. The sports industry is one of the hardest industries to crack. But I feel that I'm confident in my skill set and the work that I've put together, my resume, the, the way I've been able to build my brand and branch out and do stuff with the athletics, uh, whether it's here at NIU, the stuff I do at Notre Dame, or even the Bears on tap stuff. And I've done a lot of work with the player representation with players in the IFL uh, and some of the developmental indoor and arena football leagues. So I'm really confident with where I'm at. And I, I was told a long time ago, man. If you're great at something, you're never going to do it for free. And for those of you that don't know, while we did have a sponsor for the better part of last year, Manscaped hooked us up with some great products. I still have those products. And Bet Rivers uh, does, does fine by us and great by us. This is an unpaid opportunity. All the work that myself and you know my former co-host, Ethan, God bless his soul, all this stuff that we did was for free. And it was for the fans. It was for you guys. And most importantly, it was for the players. But at a certain point, you have to put your foot in the sand and say, you know, I deserve better than this. And part of the reason why we didn't have a show for three months is, I mean, again, no nice way to say this. The athletic department, uh, you know, Donna, Joe, Coach Hammock, all of them, they've always done right by me. All the players that we've had on the show, always done right by me. Coach Berno, Jeremy Reed, the people over with basketball, always done right by me. But I got a really big problem with the school, man. So, like I said, I graduated last summer, okay? Middle of a pandemic, middle of COVID. For anybody that actually knows me, I was never supposed to get to college, okay? I graduated bottom 50 of my high school class. It says class of never Brandon Suarez in the auditorium at my high school. I kid you not. I'll share the picture if you really want to see it. My entire life, I've been doubted. I got out of high school work some shitty delivery jobs, pardon my French, restaurant jobs, whatever. I say, you know what? I got to go back and get my education. Started Elgin Community College, eventually finished up there. And I only applied at two schools, 
Columbia College, which was way out of my tax bracket and something that I couldn't afford, and Northern Illinois University. I visited both schools. I visited Columbia on an official visit, uh, almost like an orientation where you, you went across all the facilities and did everything. I visited NIU on an unofficial visit, and it was a frat party. And it was one of those situations like, who do you know here? I didn't really know anyone there. Said I had a girlfriend in there, did not, brought the beer, let it ride. Buddy drove me home. I was puking out the side of the window on the way home. And I go, I guess that was my own official visit to NIU. And three months later, I'm sitting in my car after finals at ECC. And I went through such a long process to get into this school. It, it took me several phone calls, emails, paperwork, documents, all this stuff just to get admitted to this school. And I finally got that call. Don't remember the person's name. And they told me, they said, hey, are you Brandon Suarez? I go, absolutely. Yeah, that's me. You've been, you've been accepted into Northern Illinois University. And I just broke down in tears. So like I said, if you reel it back three, four, five minutes, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be in graduate school. I'm not supposed to have my bachelor's. I'm not supposed to be on this podcast even talking to you guys right now. So fast forward to this summer. I finish my semester, all A's. No, no B's, all A's. And I get an email from the school that basically is like a generic PR email that says, you know, something about graduation. Okay. Now keep in mind, I graduated last year. So me being myself doing my due diligence, I check my emails. I look in the email, nowhere does it state, Hey, 2020 graduates, we're going to give you your day. We're going to give you a graduation. We're going to you know, the day that I have worked for the last seven years of my life, for most of you that don't know, I'm a lot older than a regular college student. I'm 27 years old. The day that I have worked for, for the last seven years of my life, no phone call, no voicemail, none of that. No, the email wasn't clear. I never got a cap and gown at my graduation party last year. I wore a Huntley High School graduation cap and gown. None of that. And I find out from Ethan, ironically, my roommate, former co-host, the homie, and a kid in my internship that they are in fact actually having my graduation and that no one told me. So I'm just trying to figure out how, you know, they're so quick to take the bag because I pulled out $80,000 in loans. I took a bet on myself to come to this school to get my education to better myself. And they can't even give me the recognition or, or a heads up that I'm going to get my graduation day. So that's strike one. On top of that, I had mentioned, I'm currently working an internship with the King County Cougars. It's a lot of fun. I've done, I've worked in the broadcast booth with their broadcaster. I've done the, the TV operations. I've done just about damn near everything in between. Shout out to my guy, Doug Cirillo, Professor Howell for hooking us up with this specific internship and giving me an opportunity to prove my worth to an organization, whether it's professional or minor league sports. But unbeknownst to me, when I signed up for this internship, which is wild to me because I don't get paid a crazy amount of money, it's enough to, to pay for some gas and some extra stuff, maybe the phone bill, whatever. It is $1,600 for me to go to my internship and get paid a little bit over minimum wage. So that was, again, unbeknownst to me, never told to me. Even if it was told to me, I probably still would have done the internship because I want the experience. But again, 
strike two, lack of communication, dropping the ball big time. And as someone who has been live or die NIU, and let me tell you this, I was not live or die Dundee Crown. I was not live or die Jacobs High School. I was not live or die Dundee Middle School. This is the first school that I've ever been to that I've ever been Mr. School Spirit. Let's pack the seats. Let's get the fans back. Let's do all that. As Anthony Sperando said on this podcast, we want a grassroots campaign to try and get the students back into NIU athletics. I think I've put my best foot forward in that effort. And I feel that I've created a name for myself when I've never participated in any extracurricular activity at this school, except for the fact that I'm a self-starter and I decided, hey, these guys aren't getting the coverage that they deserve. I want to go ahead and start some myself. And I think it's worked out pretty damn well throughout this year. So strike two, but that's not it. That's not, I mean, I'll use the baseball reference. We'll go three strikes. You're out of here. So if you haven't noticed the, the, we went from real happy at the beginning of the episode when we talk about the team, because I got nothing but love for them. I love all the athletes. I love the guys that we've had on this show. Gals as well. Shout out Aubrey Gallioni and the cheer team. All those, all those guys and gals are working super hard as well. But I, I just, I can't get with the administration of the school. That is, it just baffles me how they dropped the ball on that so hard. And, and, you know, six months from December when I graduate, they're going to be the first ones in my mailbox asking for student loan payments. So it's crazy how that works out. But the third and final straw was, is the free promotion. So as a podcast, uh, we are almost like a, like a middleman, a third party. I don't mind promoting free stuff for organizations that reach out and, and ask nicely and, and want us to help them out a la NIU men's basketball. But I have a serious problem when I'm asked to promote a job for the school that I applied for that I applied for and I'm more than qualified. Might I had probably more qualified than the people that they hired. I'm asked to promote this job and then sent an email, no less than 48 hours later telling me, thank you for applying. You're not qualified for this position. Well, my education's from your school, so I don't see what's wrong with it. I've been, you know, boots on the ground grinding for the last two years, trying to create a better voice for your athletic program. And I think I do a lot better than the dorks that you guys have in-house, but hey, that's just me. I personally, it, it could be taken too personal. It could be taken too literal. I think it worked out good for me because it put me in the position to get a different internship outside of the school and outside of, I guess you would say a comfort zone. But I just felt so... I guess you would say offended. I, I was, I felt wronged and th- there's no reason to call specific people out or anything like that. But as someone who has promoted everything at IU, the players, the band coach, the cheer coach, the coordinators, the head coach, the walk-ons, we played an entire season on NCAA football for y'all, whatever. I feel that I have done way more than enough to be qualified to hold a graduate assistant position here at the school that educated me. But again, what do I know? I'm just a guy with a podcast and now I'm a solo podcaster on my own show. And it seems like I'm ranting, but 
there's a reason why I have a show. And my parents have always told me, if you got something to say, you're going to have to say it. Get it off your chest because no one will ever know how you actually feel. And it may sound like I'm ranting. And if you want to tune out, go ahead. We'll find 100 more listeners that will want to listen when we come back to the regular show and we have player interviews and we have post and pregame and, and, and all the stuff that the people that get paid to do this don't do it as well as we do. So this may come off as a very cocky episode, a very arrogant episode, whatever you want to whatever you want to call it. And I'm not going to let NIU, the school, control how I run my show or what I say. So it is what it is, but I am at my wits end with NIU, the school. I'm still going to give you guys 110%, whether it's a press conference, whether it's a sideline interview, whether it's content videos that I have already planned and I'm you know, trying to work on once all COVID and all this stuff is completely and 100% over and we can get back with the players and stuff like that. But I just want the, the listeners and the fans of this show to know why we weren't here for the last three months. And I'm always going to tell it like it is. I know on this show, sometimes we may sugarcoat shit, but that's, that's us trying to be positive about our team and trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel with the actions that I've had and, and the discretions and the dropping of the ball that I've had from NIU, it made me even question why I do this show. But then I remembered when I started this show, it was about me building my own brand, expanding my own brand and helping our players and our student athletes get an opportunity to tell their story and do something that wasn't traditional media and chalk questions. I'd like to think that this has been a meaningful experience for the players that we've had on this show. And it's been a great learning experience for myself. But like I said, at a certain point, you have to take what's yours. And there is no reason on God's green earth why I'm not in a paid position in sports. And you could say I'm being whiny about it. You could say whatever you want. My resume and my work speak for itself. And eventually my day will come. And that's fine. But it wasn't this summer. And to make it clear, I'll promote whatever I want on, on the Twitter on the show, whatever. All you got to do is ask me. Don't ask me to promote no job position that you're not going to hire me for as I'm still a student at the school, but I will promote whatever you need me to. I'm here for the athletics. I'm here for it all. But that stuff made me not proud to be a Husky. And it was a very, it, it, those three back-to-back things all happened within a three-week span. And then on the heels of that, I can't get a hold of my counselor to try and set up my new schedule. So it's like, I don't know if you ever seen the office meme where it's just like people throwing papers around and stuff seems like it's on fire, but NIU get it together, man. I was a ride or die student, still am still going to go there and get all A's this semester, still going to do what I do, but you guys really, (laughs) y'all really killed my spirit and really killed, I guess you would say the momentum and all the stuff that I had that I thought had going for this show, this program, all that stuff. And in the 60 or so episodes that we've had, it's never been about me on the show. So like I said, if you wanted to tune out, you could have tuned out about 10 minutes ago, but I just wanted to make things clear and to clear the air why we hadn't been on the airwaves for a while. 
I, as a man, have had to do, have had to get over it. I've had to build a bridge and get over it, and I have. But it's stuff that you won't forget. It's going to make me work that much harder this season to to make them realize that whatever GAs they hired and whatever people they put in positions that I could have easily taken and and helped the program move forward, I'm be running circles around them just like I run circles around the people that actually get paid to cover this team. So it is what it is, but I, <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest. And like I said, athletics don't ever have an issue with them. Very thankful for everything that they've done for me. Love you guys. Love the way y'all do business administration school. Not so much. So with that being said, uh, I will close up the rant part of this episode and I guess we can hop back into a little bit of football talk. Looking forward to this season, this is a team that is bringing back 97% of their starters, I believe I saw. I think the only one person that's, that's or like I said, two people that really aren't coming back are Daniel Crawford and Ross Bowers. Uh, we're going to be obviously bringing back Braden Patton on the line. His leadership is unmatched, and that's a kid that comes to work every single day. Like, it's his last day to play football. So I'm very happy and excited to see Braden back as the anchor of our line for this season. It's going to be great to have him as a, you know, honorary captain week in and week out. And even if coach Hammock should decide uh, to switch to more of a traditional route where we have full season captains, I'm all for that, but we haven't really had too much talk here in, in the last few months. And the last time I was out at NIU practice, I'm going to be honest with you. Both sides of the ball looked great. Offense looked great. Defense looked great. Didn't matter which quarterback you threw in there. Dustin Fletcher looked great. Rocky looked great. Same at the running back position. Look at Aaron Collins, Harrison Way Lee, Javion Ducker. These are all guys that are working hard. Billy does. I apologize, Billy, if I, I mispronounce the name. If it's it's Dozier or Dozier. He's been putting people in, in in spin cycles on Instagram, and he got himself a scholarship, and that kid has been absolutely working his tail off. Look for him to make some noise in the slot this year, third downs, all that stuff. So, Billy, big name to look out for. And on the defensive side of the ball, I saw some great things out of uh, Eric Rogers in camp. Josh Earl looked great in camp. Devin Lafayette is – I'm just going to say it. He's going to be an NFL level safety or defensive back. Maybe he'll, he'll play nickel or corner in the league. But from what I've seen from year one up into spring camp of year two, even though he's still a freshman, as long as he stays the course and he trusts the process and he continues to work hard on and off the field in the community, Devin Lafayette will be an NFL player. You can come back and find this soundbite in about three or four years when he makes it happen. And I cannot wait to see what he does. And, and he'll step into more. He's already stepping into more of a leadership role. I can't wait to see what this season has in store for Devin. Uh, Dylan Thomas and Jordan Gandy, presumably manning the one and two corner positions. And those are guys that I trust with my life. Dylan is super athletic, can play multiple positions. We've seen him play in the slot. We've seen him play at the boundary corner position. We've seen him play at the safety position. So I want to see some picks out of our guy, Dylan, this year. That's a kid that I know personally works very hard. And again, excited to see the growth and the maturity. And Dylan, congratulations on getting your college degree as well. Cole Tucker, Another guy that got his college degree, but he will also be back. Someone that we're going to need the leadership for with 
the age of that receiver room between him and Tyrese Ritchie. Like I always said on the podcast last year, they're the elder statesmen. They're the people that are going to control the tempo. Cole was huge on third down last year. Cole plays a big role on special teams. You can probably count on him to still be in a punt return role uh, unless they move Trayvon to punt and kick returner. But either way, his veteran leadership, Mr. DeKalb, I expect a big season out of Cole and, and congratulations as well on receiving your college degree. Cole, proud of you, brother. Other than that, I look to the defensive side of the ball. Lance DeVoe will be coming back from an injury. That's someone that before his injury last year was firing on all cylinders and was playing some of the best football of his entire career. So can't wait to see where he will be as far as his growth and what he's able to put out there on the field next year. Dave Ern Rayner, freshman year, the guy who filled the slot for Lance DeVoe, played phenomenal. I personally think with the weight nutrition program, the way he's been working in the gym, and the way you know he's healing from his own injury. Because I believe the last spring practice that I was at, he was not actually dressed, but his rehab and just another year in the program, I'm very curious to see the stats, the big plays. I'm assuming he's going to have a nice sack celebration because he's going to be in the backfield day and night when he gets his opportunities. But unless an injury, he'll probably be more of a, uh, a rotational player. But you know Coach Hammett, like starter, non-starter, people play. You're still going to get your snaps, and it may not be the number that you may think you want. But even if you're not a starter, you're still going to get the you're still going to get some snaps there on game day. Kyle Pugh, a guy who has been about there may only be one other person on this campus that has been in college as long as I have, and that's Kyle Pugh. So my long college brother, this is the last year, man. This is it. This is uh, your magnum opus. This is your final chance to prove to NFL scouts what that kid from Chicago who beat all the odds, who got past all the injuries to continue to be an all-MAC level linebacker year in and year out, what you can do as a leader on that defense. And I think with all the growth that we saw from guys like Jordan Hansen, Jordan Gandy, Devin Lafayette, all the, all the mentioned players, James Esther, Michael Kennedy, all these guys meshing and working together for another year, Kyle Pugh is the quarterback on that side of the ball. Kyle says jump, they say how high. You know what I'm saying? So to have a healthy Kyle Pugh next to Lance DeVoe means the world to this defense. But personally, I don't see a weakness on this defense. I know the secondary may have been viewed as our weakness last year, but I don't see that same that same narrative this year. So I personally think right now the best way to look at it as a Northern Illinois football fan is everything's on the table. You know you're going to get your best shot from Coach Hammock. I'm not saying, you know, he's coaching for his job or anything. I think Coach Hammock has done a great job. He's done very well recruiting. And I think last year is kind of just like a wash, like 0-6. It is what it is. No one expected to have the season. And everyone knew what we were getting into with the the youth on our roster and the age of everyone. It, it was wild to think that we had a roster of 88% underclassmen and we were as competitive as we were in some of the games, you know, whether it be Western Michigan, uh, Ball State and Eastern Michigan. There were some games that, you know, didn't go our way, but it wasn't like we were getting blown out. And as we said on this show last year, if you're a football fan and you know the way football works, you could see the growth week in and week out. And you could see the players not making those same mistakes again. So As someone who respects the game and someone who loves the hell out of this team, I really do see them finishing over 500. 
I feel personally that the basement for this team will be six and six. And I've said it on the Bluebird Twitter.com quite a few times. A friend of the program and just friend of mine off the show, Andrew Zimmer, he's been in the comments quite a few times, you know, talking about the date that we have up at Michigan. And as someone who sets up four TVs in my family room on a, on a game day that I'm not working, I watched a lot of Michigan last year and I'm not scared. I really, I think between Georgia Tech and Michigan, the two real heavy hitters, if you will, of our non-conference schedule, I think there's a real opportunity for them to go in on the road and play very competitive games, if not win. I'm sure we're going to be multiple touchdown underdogs. Remember, if you're gambling on Northern Illinois sports, you cannot be in Illinois to do it, but sign up for Bet Rivers. Use promo code ONTAP to receive a $250 deposit match. You'll have a little extra bacon to work with there on Saturdays and Sundays to get your bets off. But yeah, I I know I looked uh, for week one. We are actually 14-point underdogs going into Georgia Tech. So yeah, hammer, hammer Northern, plus 14. Sprinkle a little on the money line. Like I trust these guys with my life. I take a bullet for this team. I believe that this is a year that if things go our way, we could be competing for a MAC championship. There's a lot of parity in this league. Ball State did not look like the strongest team in the MAC last year. And what do they do? They go out and win the MAC in convincing fashion against the Buffalo team that Rick rolled everyone all year long. So if there's any conference for you to go from worst to first, I personally believe it is the Mid-American Conference, our lovely MAC. Cannot wait for MAC, and I cannot wait to get back out there. And one thing that I look forward to the most, uh, one thing that we've been robbed of in this year of you know, uncertainty and, and Zoom meetings and, and me and Ethan being in an, in an empty stadium in the press box where, you know, only family members and friends are uh, close friends and relatives are allowed to come see the games. I cannot wait to hear that roar at Husky Stadium. And as mad as I am at the school, I better see all of you there. We need to get the support back into this program. These, these guys work way too hard to not look up in the stands and see 20,000 plus screaming Husky fans. It would mean the world to them. Okay. It, it breaks my heart that, and I don't even play on the team that most of the games that I've been to here as a student that, you know, I see everybody and their mom, no pun intended because I've brought both my mom and my dad to a tailgate. Just let it rip with them. Cause that's just kind of the relationship that I have with them is at that tailgate. Every U-Haul in the entire town is rented. Everybody is out there. Just make your way on into the stadium. They got beer in there. They got food in there. They got the game. The team needs you. The program needs you. And without fans, there's really no energy there on Saturday. They got to, like Coach Hammock said, you got to create your own juice. I'm only one person. I got a loud voice. I know you guys hear it weekly, if not biweekly during the season. And I can scream like a, uh, a military sergeant. But me versus 10 to 15 to 20,000 screaming Husky fans, tell a friend, uh, get a relative, get someone out to their first Husky game. I promise you they will not regret coming out on Saturday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day that we end up playing. I have never not had a good time. Okay, I'll lie. When we lose big, I've had a bad time. Uh, and the Ball State game two years ago where we blew the halftime lead, I actually left that halftime 
in a drunken stupor, fell asleep, woke up from my nap and saw that we lost and was like absolutely devastated. So that would be my one mistake. But on the flip end of that, I had my girl, my, well, my ex-girlfriend, rest in peace. She's not dead. She's just gone. I had her at a game. Uh, it was a homecoming game against Ohio. Third quarter, she didn't want to wear a coat. She wanted to get that fit off, you know, the crop top NIU. She wanted to look good. I go, you're going to be cold. And I'll tell you this. It's my first NIU football game. We're not leaving. We're to Jordan Belfort. We're not fucking leaving. So we didn't leave. I walked her back to the car in the third quarter. She passed out in the car. And I moseyed on my way back over to NIU Stadium. And we had a comeback victory against Ohio. So I got some magic in that stadium. Didn't have too much magic last year. But most importantly, if you're a listener of this show, I just have one one challenge to you, okay? I'm not asking you to get out to all six home games or travel to away games. But if you have, you know, an availability in your schedule and you got the money to go out and go to the game and do it comfortably and not have to worry about anything, go out to Husky Stadium and support this team because this year is going to be special. They're going to need your support. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to take one week off at least to throw a tailgate from ONTAP Sportsnet on behalf of Huskies on Tap. I got to make sure to coordinate with Ethan, even though he's no longer a part of the show. He still loves NIU football. Still my little brother. No, Still my little brother, not the same mother. Still my guy. I want to get everybody from ONTAP so that you guys can see how we get down. And most importantly, just meet the listeners, the great listeners of this show. Because without you guys, we truly are nothing. We truly are currently me just screaming into a microphone at one o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Because I got no friends. I got nothing to do. I'm just sitting here talking to you guys. So it's been a lot of fun so far. I'm personally like, I wouldn't mind some help if you're a student at our school, you know, whether you're an undergrad student or a graduate student and you want to come on in some capacity, uh, whether it be written work, whether it be, you know, controlling a camera and helping me do some, uh, you know, talking head interviews or, or sideline interviews, whatever help that I can get at this point, I greatly appreciate. But like I said, you know, prior to that, it's an unpaid position. It's great for your resume and it gives you an opportunity to kind of show the companies that you'll in the future be applying for that if no one's going to hire you at the very end, you got yourself and you're going to make it work with what you got. And that's what we've been able to do. I mean, we've had over the last time I checked, we're over about 6,000 listens here on this show. A lot of that we can accredit to our network uh, with our players and our, you know, the way we've been able to get different players and coaches and stuff on the show. Not everybody's a repeat listener for the guys and girls that tune into this show week in and week out and and bleed red with us here on Huskies on Tap. I love you. I owe you a beer. I owe you a beef or a White Claw or whatever you drink at the tailgate whenever we get an opportunity to meet. But I will say this, as angry as I was 25 minutes ago or however long ago that was, I'm very friendly in person. If you see me out there at the games this year, whether I'm working or whether we do the tailgate, don't be don't be afraid to say hello. Um, I'll chop it up with you. We can talk whatever pictures, all that. I don't care. I love this this team. I love doing this show. I mean, it's there's times where, you know, we're getting back after a game or it'll be just me getting back after a game. And, you know, you don't want to do the article or you don't want to put together the recap or, or do the show. But. I owe you guys the best coverage of NIU athletics, and I'm going to continue to try my hardest this upcoming season. Football, for sure. Like I said, as as I graduate in December, 
it's still up in the air. Obviously I'm trying to land that first real professional career job. So we'll see what happens. But as long as you guys have me, you know, whether I'm in an intern role or just a delivery driver at my current job, I will continue to put my best foot forward on this show. We start to get closer to getting students back and, and student athletes back on campus. I'll start talking to my guy, Joe and, and Donna and start getting players. And we'll probably obviously do a round three with coach hammock, get the coordinators back on the show, pick their brains. I, I really actually also want to get coach Sorrentino on the show as well. I really like the work that he does with the receivers. Great motivational guy to have as a coach and, and great with the X's and O's. So if you have any ideas, shoot us a DM, tweet at us, get at us on the Facebook page. I know we're, we're avid on the, or I know I'm a big time poster on the NIU Huskies fanatic page. And, and uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. I have never done a solo podcast, so I hope I didn't fail you guys. Uh, this was more or less the, the state of the union. I have re-signed my contract and I, I am committed to another year of coverage, at least through the football team, basketball to be determined, uh, depending on what I got going on at the time. But like I said, a couple orders of business. If you're a current, like I said, if you're a current student, whether it's regular student, undergrad, graduate, and you want to help out in some capacity, again, reach out to us via DMs or Twitter. I don't really think I need to see your resume, more or less just have a phone call or a Zoom call and, you know, I'll interview you. We'll talk about stuff, see if it's a fit and we'll let it ride. But other than that, if you've made it to this point of this episode, I really do greatly appreciate you for listening. Uh, this was Huskies on Tap presented to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. Follow me on Instagram as well at BDON300. And then don't forget, we are on Instagram as well. Throw the Huskies on Tap Instagram page a follow. Get the Twitter a follow if you aren't following it as well. We got all the gifts, all the memes. We got the podcast. We got the recap. We got all of it. There's no one at NIU that beats us at what we do, and I plan to keep it that way. So to another great year of coverage and a, a successful year out there on the football field that I hope ends in Detroit, this was another episode of Huskies on Tap presented to you by On Tap Sportsnet and Bat Rivers. We appreciate you for listening and go Huskies. Yeah. I got dreams of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. I got dreams of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Toya put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.